0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast, episode 23. 23 is what you get when you (laughs) add 12 plus 11. Keishi, what else is 23?
1: Um, That's too much of a complicated math for me. I agree. I'll leave it there.
0: (laughs) All right. My name is Yuri and I'm joined by Keishi.
1: Hey, Yuri. How are you today?
0: I'm doing okay. I have a stuffy nose. So if you guys pick it up on a podcast, if we don't edit that out, you'll know why. I sound the way I sound. How about you?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I, I see that you're in a math mood doing addition, subtraction.
0: That's as far as I go. There's <laughs> there's a hard limit there.
1: The, the funny thing is that I think that's all you need to know to be able to work on your side hustles and count the money that you make yeah. or the money that you spend.
0: Yeah. Simple math. If two plus two is four, if this works, if this brings you $10 and that brings you $20, you do the thing that brings you more money more.
1: Pretty simple. Yeah.
0: So what are you drinking today?
1: I I just went grocery shopping a a while back and... um. And I saw our friend Winnie the Pooh on a, on a package of orange tea, so I got that. So I'm drinking the Meisters orange tea. right now. I haven't opened it yet, but it says it's not sweet on the package. Let's see what it tastes like. How about you?
0: I have uh, the usual Tully's burst of black coffee from the vending machine downstairs, <laughs> and I have non-alcohol beer.
1: All right, I I think that's that's probably allowed on this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know we're we're supposed to keep it PG friendly, right? Kid friendly. Actually, when you buy this at the combini, you don't have to, because it, it's not an alcohol, you don't have to press the I'm 18 over button. <laughs> Just, you know, charge you for it and that's it. So te- technically, a kid can walk in there and be like, hey, I want the non-alcoholic beer. And it tastes, it's like, it tastes like watered down beer. It's less, stink. it's like less bitter. It's not so bad, I guess, you know. I, I, I will, personally, I don't drink beer for the taste.
2: Yeah.
0: Except for Guinness. Guinness tastes quite good. But everything else, like, I'm not a fan of the bitter barley or hops taste that most beers have so i'm not a big beer fan by that but because this is on the milder side i don't mind i don't mind drinking this and be like oh yeah look at me i'm <laughs> drinking beer right now
1: it's awesome that's
0: it for me i think it's a good product though you know um if anyone's like n- not a fan of the effects of alcohol but they somehow like the taste of alcohol or they're used to it or they they yeah. want to skip the medical issues that come with <laughs> drinking alcohol but they want to still come close to it. I think this is a good solution. So today, I think episode 23, we are recording this on Sunday, November 1st, which is, which means that October is over. And you know what that means.
1: It's time to look back at what we actually did.
0: Yeah, so uh, this episode will be all about uh, reviewing our goals and our progress. Whatever stuff we mentioned in the previous episode of... Let me see, hold on a second. What episode was it? It was episode... Nineteen, the goals that we set in episode nineteen for our September twenty, no, yeah, September twenty twenty side
1: side hustle goal review. All right, so so where do we want to start? I guess before we even get get to our uh, individual goals, we should just mention that um we've reached a milestone of recording episode twenty. For, yeah, for this podcast.
0: It's uh it might not seem like a big deal, but I it is a lot of work. You know, if you take a step back and you count up all the days and you count up all the hours that we put into it. And hours of recording, hours of editing, and just general, the, the work that we put, uh, put out and output, it's, you know, if you step back, it looks, there's a lot of it there. So I think, you know, episode 20 is a pretty big milestone. I'm so happy that we pushed through this far.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I think it, it takes a pretty good discipline to actually find the time to to record this every Sunday yeah. or almost every Sunday. I think we skipped a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, to record this every Sunday and then to to edit this over the next couple of days and publish it every Wednesday. Yeah especially doing it as a, as a hobby or whatever we're going to call this. Yeah. It's a good milestone to celebrate.
0: So guys, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please do give us a nice rating on iTunes. It would help a lot. And if not, you know, I post it up on my Facebook. Casey posts it up occasionally. If you do listen and you're listening right now and you join this stuff, feel free to give us a thumbs up, leave a comment or visit the, the show notes, side hustles and forward slash yeah. E23. And leave a comment on the post.
1: Yeah. And if you have something interesting related to what we usually talk about that you would like to talk about, let us know and we can do a, we can do an episode with a guest. Interesting one.
0: Definitely. So thank you for listening. For those of you that have been listening and, uh, to 20 more or a hundred more.
1: Yeah. I think next more milestones thousand. is next milestones, 50 and then hundred. And then we're going to go on the radio or something.
0: Yeah. A uh, serious radio with, uh, what was his name? Stern. What was his name? Howard Stern. Yeah.
1: Howard All right. Enough self-praise. Um, Time for accountability. Right? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So I think let, let's start with yours, um, with, with your goals from last month. Um, um, I, I think you mentioned you to write five or six articles yeah. and take an early morning walk. Is, is that right? Remember yes.
0: Me. Let me count them up now. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. So I have eight total for October for my, for my main site. And I know I promised six of them being Amazon related. Actually, that was a specific goal. Like I wanted six Amazon product-related uh, articles. One, two, three, four, five, and so so six. I hit. So I hit this goal. So main goal is hit, and then I also <laughs> I also promised like morning walks, which has not happened. Do you know why?
1: Because you drank too much non-alcoholic beer and
0: <laughs> and woke up too late. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know I also write these stuff. Like I write the articles at night after work. Like usually I'll finish around one or two a.m. And then I wake up at like 9, 9 or 10 o'clock in the I jump into work, you know, so
1: this, this, this excuse is
0: so I hit one goal. It's the easiest goal for me is like to hit these website, no, the website goals, but like the actual personal stuff of waking up earlier is hard as hell.
1: Yeah, you, sh- you should, re- I'm, I'm just reading a book called The Miracle Morning. Um I, I thought I talked about it on, on this podcast before, but actually I think it was on my, in my newsletter, which you can subscribe to at Um mm-hmm. But this guy has like a six, yeah, this guy has like a six part uh, morning ritual. And um, I think it includes like uh, the abbreviation is Savers. So S A V E R S. Like, yeah. So, so it's like silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. So writing. And, and I thought that's pretty cool. And uh, um, I, I think I'm doing like two or three of those probably. But uh, in the morning? Yeah. So, so I definitely take a walk, usually walk for like, um, I, I try to walk for like an hour. Sometimes it's shorter, but generally for an hour. And then uh, I try to read for 30 minutes. I, I've been kind of slacking on that for the last few weeks just because I had a bunch of different stuff that I had to work on. But uh, I'm going to incorporate that back into my morning routine, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then silence, I guess, <laughs> when I take my shower after the walk, Yeah. I, I'm sitting there in silence. Partially count that. <laughs> I think
0: silence is necessary. Um, well, that's the part that sounded most interesting to me. So he wait. So the point is, he sits there in silence.
1: Yeah. So so it's like um, it's like um, for for him, it's essentially meditation. It, it doesn't have to be meditation. You can just sit on the sofa for for like a minute, uh, for like a minute or two, and just in silence. And okay. But I, f- I think it's a pretty good um, it, it's a pretty good combination of things that probably everybody should should do in the morning. And and personally, I found um, I think taking a walk every morning helps me a lot to just be focused for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And kind of the same with reading. It's just nice to start with. Um, j- just with something that picks your brain a bit i guess
0: yeah because when i heard um silence this, this is something i was thinking about earlier um there are times where i want to just turn off and completely not think about anything and just really be empty-minded well yeah. by empty-minded i don't mean like in the taoist or buddhist way of like i'm sitting there like I'll, <laughs> I'll play video games or something but the point is like there's nothing going through my mind i'm literally not thinking about anything Maybe I'm still consuming, like, because I'm looking at the video game and I'm interacting with it. But I th- I feel like those times are very necessary because, you know, like, I think we've talked about it before. The brain does a lot of work in the background. Yeah. And usually there's only so much time, there's only so much active attention you can give an issue until you have to put it in the background and maybe you'll come up with a better answer there. So I kind of like, I, it's not exactly silence, but I, I also feel like I need like this space of dead time where I'm not doing anything seemingly productive.
1: Yeah, you, you, you got to do your morning walk. I think that's what it's for.
0: Yeah. No, if, I, if I was on a morning walk, I'd start thinking about all kinds of ideas. Like, Ooh, <laughs> what if I did that? What if I did that? Which I think is the most important part of it, no.
1: Or you got to do some hiking. Yeah. We went. In, we did like a two and a half hour hike with my girlfriend um, yesterday. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool too, because you just got to focus on what's under your feet, feet and um, and where you're stepping. There's really yeah. not much. <laughs> other than east. making sure you don't um, sleep and fall. Any snakes or bugs? No, I, I don't think I saw any. Okay. There was a sign saying, be careful of the bears. But hmm. Luckily, didn't see any bear. D- didn't see good. Winnie the Pooh either. Been, oh. but
0: <laughs> Maybe the sign was about Winnie the Pooh. All right. So those are my goals. Uh, hit them. Hit, hit one, hit, didn't hit the other. How about you?
1: Yeah, I think I said I would write two or three articles for my um, aviation blog. I published two, but um, I, I only wrote one, I guess, because one of them I wrote back in September, actually. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I don't I don't remember if I had any goals for this month. I think that was the main one. So I, I guess you could say I hit it in a way. Yeah. So so I think I hit my uh, main goal, and um I've I, I kind of didn't um, assign myself any quote unquote goal regarding my uh, my other blogs, but they've kind of been going um, fairly well, and growing. So that's good.
0: So you've posted new content there.
1: Yeah. So I pretty much stuck with um. Uh, on my main, on my biggest blog, I stuck with um, two articles a working day. This blog, I stuck with two articles per week. And then on my third blog, it, it was kind of on and off. And sometimes I would post, yeah. sometimes I would not post. Actually, that's gonna be part of my goal for for this. Like,
0: there's one thing I did kind of want to talk about the goal that I set myself. You know, because for the past few months, I was like, all right, I want to write X articles related to the Amazon products. Yeah. And because I write them by myself, like we already had like you know, private discussions about this, but it's, it's a lot of work. And I'm, the more and more I'm thinking about it, like I should have delegated some of this stuff or a lot of this stuff because, you know, I was just thinking I didn't get a lot to read. I didn't do a lot of reading. I was mostly like knocking these out. In a way, it's good that you sit down and focus and persist consistently.
2: Yeah.
0: But at the same time, it's like, you know, I could probably train someone up in doing this and I could do something else.
1: Yeah, exactly. i I think having other people do stuff for you. Yeah.
0: Because the last one that I did, I was just like, I have to say, I kind of like, what's the word? What's the PG-friendly word? Shoot the or something?
1: <laughs> I'm sure the listeners don't know it for
0: yeah.
1: so So you just felt like you were uh, rushed to finish the article?
0: Not that I was rushed. I, it was more of a, let me get this just done already. You know, yeah, not that, rushed. So like, yeah.
1: Go for perfection.
0: Yeah. It was just like, come on already. You know, it's not a... Um, Oh no, the deadline's coming up because this was on Thursday and I still have plenty of time to knock out the last one. It yeah. was just more like, come on, let's get it done already. Come on already. Let's go. <laughs> this is good enough.
1: Yeah. I, I haven't, um, I haven't written an article for one of my blogs. I don't know for the aviation blog, which, which really is more of a hobby. I haven't written any article in quite a while. I hope to, I hope to have somebody just do most of the editing as well fairly yeah. soon. Cause it takes a lot of time. Even like I usually get anywhere between probably yeah, from probably fifteen to twenty articles a week mm-hmm. from from my write- writers, and and of course it's much quicker to edit those articles than to just sit and write those twenty articles because it would probably take me a, an entire week to do so. Whereas this t- takes me like half a day or a day, but it's still a lot of work. And like sometimes the articles are good and require little editing, and it goes really smooth. But other times it's like I open an article and I see something I don't like in it, and I start editing it, and it takes forever. I'd like to start. Um, I'd like to start delegating more of that as well I, I have an editor editing some of the articles but not all i, I still do most of the editing
0: what well, do you also use grammarly just to like quickly check through the stuff like the
1: punctuation and for typos i think i have it installed but i only have the free version so whatever that mm-hmm. um, whatever that catches i i fix it when it makes sense because sometimes i think sometimes i think it's um suggestions it's aren't horrible. accurate yeah yeah I, I guess i run it all right so um yes yeah, so, so how about um Looking forward, how about November? Specific goals you want?
0: Well, I guess I may as well say now. <laughs> I did start another blog, as I told you, around October. And I I kind of want to, so like, I may as well start including that as part of my goals. Yeah. Because it's somewhat related to one of my sites or both of them, both of my sites. Basically, I want to do one, a, hmm, because I'm still trying to gain traction on it or just start it out. I, I want to do like two articles a week on this, just minimum. Yeah on the new site and for the current ones. Now that I've kind of hit my goal on the Amazon articles because I had like a specific number in mind that I wanted to hit, like do I want to con- I there's no point in me in continuing that, I think. So I'm going to have to rethink my goal approach over there. There's there's output and there's also like quality. What kind of what kind of articles do you want to come up with because you have articles that can gain um traction on on search engines and yeah. top rank but that doesn't mean that they're also good for converting readers into buyers you know unless you're running yeah. ads which I'm not so
1: yeah i think it's, yeah especially in is mostly for yeah. 100 on those so so, so how this um how about this new site what what was the i guess what made you start it
0: what what made me start it well first i think it's a com- combination of many things <laughs> it's uh one is the topic is already quite known to both of us or very near. Next is um, it's also similar to what you've been doing. You know, I kind of like maybe yeah. I gained some inspiration from that side. Like oh, I could do articles. Basically, it's about various products. Yeah. Target, target all kinds of products under this particular umbrella, this particular brand. So yeah. So those are the two inspirations, and also like I I, I also just wanted to try something new because the niche that I've been in is like I've been doing it for a while. You always kind of want to try and something, try yeah. something new and also diversify.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. I think um, knowing your other two sites and they're both in pretty much the same niche. Th- this one is, I guess, it's kind of related, like you said, but I think it's completely different niche and in in many ways. And there's like many different angles you can kind of attack yeah. it from. It's a great way to diversify, also to give yourself some leeway to write about. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like
0: because the the other thing I'm finding fascinating is if you have a good writer or if you pick a good topic let's let's take the profit aside, right? Let's take the profit aside because you know that we when we are asking a writer to come up with X articles around topic X, we expect those articles to rank and at least some of them return give us a return on the investment. Yeah, exactly. The other fascinating part I see is that these articles are in a way you're asking someone else has better knowledge or again better versed in certain knowledge than you teach you about certain stuff. So like, I, I kind of look forward to learning about other things, you know, that's another angle
1: I kind of see it as. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Sometimes the writers know more. I think other times they just go out and research more, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, th- that's one of the reasons why I still kind of enjoy the editing, 80% reading and actually, yeah, yeah you, you learn something.
0: Yeah. But those were uh, my inspirations, you could say. I wanted to try something new. I was inspired by your style of affiliate marketing. And so I wanted to give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I've heard that uh, that you're planning to put ads on the thing. yeah yeah. Because you know, like
0: <laughs> the other fun part of like having a new site is essentially there's always room for failure, so you don't really care what you do. You can pr- experiment to hell and back with it. Whereas yeah. we tend to be or I tend, tend to be more conservative with the stuff that's already working on the other sites, and I don't want to kind of even though it could be as easy as just flipping a switch.
1: Yeah, I- absolutely. I-, I think it's it's the same with me. It's like. There's something that I want to do on some of my sites, like change the theme or like um, change this articles, article structure in some way or something. But then like with SEO, you never know. It's like you can think you can change one thing and mess everything up. So, yeah, it's scary. So, so yeah, I think having a new site is a nice playground. For, yeah. uh,
0: so for What about you? What are your goals for November 2020?
1: So, um uh, I'll pick up on your style and actually repeat my goal from last month, <laughs> which is add um, two or three more articles to my aviation site. Mm-hmm. So there's, so, so as you know, I read um, some of these reviews of whether it's like flights or um, airport lounges or whatever it is, hotels. Yes. So I still got a bunch of stuff from my trip to Europe back in September. Um, we stayed at the Hilton here at Tokyo Disneyland yeah. a couple of times with my girlfriend over the last few months. So um, I want to write about that as well. So, so yeah, th- there's a lot to catch up on. On that side mm-hmm. um, two um, I, I want to two, um, I want to teach my virtual assistant how to format a new type of article so that I don't have to touch it once it's edited. Mm-hmm. Um, right now he does all the formatting for me for like the um, whatever 10 best 10 best um, product sort of articles. I would like him to also be able to do like product comparisons and product reviews and like that mm-hmm. just because it's it's kind of repetitive work and it takes time and I just don't want to have to touch it for the yeah. most part. And I, I just feel like, um yeah, I, I just feel like the highest value work that you can do is teaching somebody else how to do something that you got to do mm-hmm. and have him do it, him or her do it for you. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been a while since I actually assigned any sort of new task to my virtual assistant. So I, so I think I got to, I got to do that because cause that's really the only way to scale. It's like take something you're doing, teach somebody else to do it and then not have yeah. to do it again, kind of oversee it. So, um, so yeah, it, it would probably be formatting product review or or a, or a product comparison or something, mm-hmm. the type of articles. And then, um, I want to also start thinking about, um, how to, how to take care of the editing process. So how can I have, um, whether it's my current editor or finding somebody else to, to join her to, um, to edit more of the articles that I'm publishing on my sites so mm-hmm. that I don't have to do that again or do that to, to the extent that I'm doing right now. And the second goal and the third goal is, um, I realized that if I have a, like technically there's, and I think we talked about this before in this podcast, but technically there is no difference between um, publishing five articles today or publishing them across the next week, right? Mm. Like one a day. Mm-hmm. But I just find myself that if I publish them at a, at a certain regular schedule, I can just stick to it better. So like my biggest mm. side, is, as I mentioned, I'm publishing 10, um, 10 a week, so two a work day, and it's been going on that way for, for months now. And I'm always ahead and I can always kind of keep up. And it's the same with my with my newest site where it's two a day, oh sorry, where it's two a week every um every Tuesday and Thursday, and I can always kind of get ahead at least a bit and if not, then I can at least mm-hmm. stay on the schedule but on on my third side, um I kind of just started doing five articles a week, but I always just edited them on one day and just posted all of them on one day, usually Thursday or Friday, but I just kind of fell out of that habit, so now it's like one week I post five. Another week I post nothing, and then I'll post two weeks in a row and stuff like that. So I just kind of kind of want to standardize that and turn it into whatever. Maybe it's three a week, just so that I can comfortably get ahead, or maybe it's four a week or something. But anyways, yeah. I'm gonna think through how to uh, how to make it more regular.
0: So yeah. to say. That's a good goal. Yeah, optimize the process.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just to recap, um, I aim to write two to three um, articles for my aviation site. And that's pretty much the only articles that I nowadays write myself is for my blogs. Um, And then for my actual, what I consider my actual content publishing business, um, I hope to teach my virtual assistant to be able to format more different types of articles and to standardize the schedule at which I post on one of my blogs.
2: Mm.
1: Well, while we're
0: here, like I mentioned up top earlier that I I would do like two um like two a week or two a month, I think I said for the new site.
1: Or oh yeah.
0: Hmm, did I really? Yep. Okay, damn.
1: <laughs> no taking back.
0: No take backs. Okay. So all right. Uh but on top of that, I want to continue like at a at a rate of four at least four a month for the current ones, for the current site. Which almost sounds like wait. I think for the new website I definitely meant two two a month, like one every two weeks. So that would bring me to a total of six. Now, whether they're written by me or by uh, writers, that's like, for the most part, I will delegate this stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be much easier for you to um, to delegate stuff for the new side just because of the nature of it than for the old sides. Because on the new side, the topic is kind of researchable and and they're all around the same area. So if you find somebody interested in the, in the topic, in the, in the niche, then you're, you can probably work with them on a long-term basis for dozens and dozens of articles. Yeah.
0: But, you know, sl- start out slowly and don't overwhelm myself, which is why I'm I'm not going to do two a week or rather two for the month. So like one every two weeks at the minimum, because I've already, you know, I've I've I know the experience of setting high goals and not reaching, not reaching them. You know, it's better to start a little <laughs> bit and, and press up. If, if anything, it's better to over deliver under promise and over deliver, at least in terms of personal
1: sure. oh, as
0: a personal policy.
1: So, so we're looking forward to the over delivering. Yes. Yeah.
0: All right. So. Two a month for the new one, and then four a month for the rest on my side. Plus morning walks.
1: Yeah, you, you got to deliver on that one. Yeah, I've been
0: <laughs> I've been failing that one for like the, for a while now. <laughs> All right. So goals aside, any books,
1: anything new that you've been doing this past month? Um, I, I'm kind of behind on my books. I guess um, I'm still reading the Rockefeller biography book, which is really interesting but it's also long mm-hmm. I haven't opened it in, in a few days now so i should do that tomorrow morning um and then i've been reading the miracle morning which i started reading back in slovakia september mm-hmm. and kind of went back to earlier this week to just um finish it reading and that's more of a practical book so again i, I think the main concept in that book is the savers thing that i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. a- about the six part of morning ritual morning routine Um so i, I think I still have probably like 40 pages or something left, but I think I pretty much know what the book is about by this point. Mm -hmm. So just filling some small gaps and mostly just recapping what's been written before, I believe. Yeah. Um, Other than that, um, while we're on the topic of books, I've sent you the article about the concept of Mm anti-library the other day. I found that pretty interesting. So um,
0: Can you recap uh, just for our listeners so they know what what the anti-library is, what the idea is,
1: where it came from? yeah so I, I i'm not sure i will get this right but I, essentially it's the idea of having books that you've not necessarily read at home and just the presence of these books being beneficial whether it's for inspiration or whether it's to go to the shelf and pick up a random book and read a random page sort of thing mm-hmm. so essentially it's arguing that uh, you don't necessarily have to read all the books and even then there's value in the books that you have on your shelf does, does that roughly sum it up
0: well the concept of a personal library is people have books, like a shelves of books, of books that they already read, and they're kind of just keeping them to show it off or to review what they've read. Whereas the person that proposes the idea of the anti-library, the point is that you have a shelf of books that you actually have not read. So you, like you said, you can always walk up to it and discover something new.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like a better district.
0: When I think about it, <laughs> um, a person that would have use for such a thing would be say, a researcher or a novelist, not a novelist, but a book writer who needs a lot of books around a certain topic so they can go through them and find source material that you can use, that they can use for their own books or whatever work they're doing. So, you know, for anyone that's a researcher and they need more material to work from and they need... Yeah,
1: th- yeah that, that sounds like um, probably the best use for this. The, the other thing I can think of is, for example, if you have a hobby like aircraft in my mm-hmm. in my case um, I, I have a bunch of books about aircraft some of them i read some of them but i still kind of like evidence because mm. because they have a nice plan to cover yeah yeah but uh, but but overall i think yeah you're, you're right um i would kind of generalize it in a way where it's um you, you just have to focus on some sort of niche or topic because otherwise it's just becoming this giant library of completely random things mm. which, which i guess is not necessarily bad but it, it can become pretty costly and pretty hard to decide what to buy and what not to buy and like that. It
0: can easily turn into an issue of hoarding. Cause you're like, Oh, I want this and I want that. And I want this and I want that. And if you're like me, I can get easily distracted at times, you know, I'm reading a book and then there's another book comes along. I'm like, Oh, I want to read that instead. And as a result, you never finish the book that you put down. And I think that would kind of turn you into a uh, fussy reader to put it in the, in one way. where you are just like <laughs> hopping from one to another, but you're not really finishing anything and you're not really absorbing absorbing anything meaningful because you're jumping from topic to topic without really sticking around with it for too long. Like it's like, you know, between reading one book a hundred times and reading a hundred book, books once, I think you get ultimately more value from reading that one book a hundred times. Although it depends on what, what your goal is. Like if you want to be become an expert on topic X, then probably reading one book a hundred times over would be good enough. But if you're like a generalist, then you want to get a general idea of many things across the board. Maybe the other way around, but still, like, I don't, it's impossible to flash through information or run through information and hope it sticks. Maybe, it'll. maybe some of it sticks, but like you have to stick with it on the long, on the long term for, for it to make any meaningful impact on you.
1: Yeah, I- exactly. I, I was reading something the other day, maybe even today, I'm, I, I don't recall, but um, the guy was essentially saying that readings like practicing martial arts or any other thing. And it's, it's not like if, if you're practicing, let's say tennis and you learn how to hit, hit forehand, mm mm-hmm. It's not like you hit it once and then you're ready to go to a tournament, right? Yeah. You got to practice it over and over and over again, the exact same motion until I it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's And that's the hard part because it's, you know, I, I take it to, for example, learning languages. You can learn a new Japanese word, but simply hearing it once is not enough to make it stick, let alone teach you how to use it and in what situation.
1: Unless you're reading it in a garage with a Lamborghini
0: Exactly. Behind you here in your garage <laughs> there's another thought i had just now um in dance for example i used to i used to be boy okay break dance and usually when people learn a new move once they get it down they they're, they're going to use it everywhere which is not the best idea because even though you master let's say not master even though you get a move down it doesn't mean that it will look good or it'll fit in with everything else so like once you have it down then you have to get practice the move itself, like the delivery of the move, the, the flavor of the move, if that makes sense, because otherwise you yeah, that, have a really sloppy a, move.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But and, and I think actually, I think that's, that's an argument for actually reading a lot of different books rather than the same book over and over again. It's like, I, I've seen people that, uh, that have done one project and then learn some way to do the project one way. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly every project, no matter what it is, they just universally want to apply the exact same thing. Yeah. And I think it happens in a lot of different areas and, um. And and I think that could actually be the danger of reading one book hundred times over and over and over oh, again. definitely. Where you start thinking, oh, this is the the solution for everything.
0: Yeah. That's the, uh when you have a hammer, everything looks looks like a nail approach.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that's what I was trying to think yeah. of. The saying, that, that's exactly.
0: No, that definitely makes sense. But at that point, you kind of hope that the person is wise enough to understand that whatever they're reading right now isn't 100% applicable yeah. to every other thing that they want to apply it on, you know. Because it's easy for me to have that concept, with to get stuck with that thinking with copywriting, because copywriting is a certain kind of style. And then there's other writing styles, for example, writing comedy scripts or dialogue scripts between two people where yeah. copywriting completely does not apply. Maybe you want to use simplistic language, maybe you, but like it's, they're two totally different ballgames. And just because you know, you know one and you think that there are some similarities doesn't mean you can knock that nail with that hammer. It's a totally different practice. Yeah. So I guess I guess it also requires the wisdom of a person to know when to use it and when to not.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and just being kind of aware of what's going rather than just understanding the situation rather than just taking whatever you have and slapping it on top of the problem. Or yeah.
0: So, well, you definitely have a good point. Like uh, rereading a, hundred, a book a hundred times will definitely put you into the... Uh, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail mind state. Yeah. That's, you know, people with ideas, with only one idea that they think is the best idea and they want to try to apply it everywhere.
1: Yeah. So um, so I, I guess that's books. and. Uh...
0: I am reading though a little bit, slow and steady. Oh, yeah?
1: What are you reading right now?
0: Uh, I'm still kind of going through this and I'm almost finished. This, is, this book is called The Secret Wisdom of Nature by Peter Walben, New York Times bestselling author of The Hidden Life of Trees. Basically, it's... It's a very interesting book. The guy just talks about how nature is interconnected and he gives a ton of examples of, for example, wolves in the forest or the effect of deer in a forest, the effect of certain bugs in a forest, the effect of certain birds, trees in a forest. You know, if you you take one of these out, there's um, like a a chain of reactions that goes off in all all kinds of different directions. It's very, it's hard for us to see. But it it happens like you know we we tend to only see like if you do A then you get B. The smarter of us start to understand if you do A then like A will happen B C D E F G. But yeah. like it, there's a lot of um reactions that happen if you like impact the environment in a certain way. And that's like that's the fascinating part of the book is just it just shows you just how delicate it is and in, in how it goes into all kinds of directions. How bugs impact the health of a tree and vice versa, how trees protect themselves against bugs, how trees can control weather, but at the same time, how bad weather can really mess things up for trees. So it's, it's such, it's very complicated, but I guess that's the beauty in it. Yeah. And it's uh, interesting that, you know, kind of uh, trees have their own internet. They, they connect with each other <laughs> and they communicate with each other. So this I kind of want to get the other book, The um, the Hidden Life of Trees, just to like follow up on this.
1: Is it by the same author?
0: Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a sciencey read, but he has a really good writing style, but I can easily see how someone could get kind of bored with this because even I had to like work through some chapters, not because he, not because it's not interesting, but like I was kind of almost tuned out. But if you can tune in, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hope to read it. I mean, hope to finish it within the week.
1: I'll add this Hidden Life of Tree's ending one to list. Yeah.
0: This is one of these books where it's like, let me read about something I completely don't know about. And like, you know, and you come away with impressed, like, oh, wow, I didn't know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I was mentioning a number of times here in the podcast. I want to start reading some stuff that's not just business related. One, I think you need to know a bunch of two. I think um, even in non-business related books, you can learn a thing or two that actually relates to your business.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely recommend it. Uh, Yeah, you should get The Hidden Life of Trees first, because the one I'm reading apparently is the last book in the series. And there's two other ones, one of them being Hidden Life of Trees. I just, Yeah, yeah. I just picked it up like I was going by title and just went with whatever sounds interesting. Like The Mysteries of Nature sounds interesting. Is
1: that the one you're reading? Yes. The Secret Bean? Yeah,
0: The Secret Wisdom of Nature. Although there's two versions, they like there's two seemingly different titles, but they are exactly the same book. If it's nature or something related to nature then it's the same book cuz I actually bought two copies of the book with um slightly different titles hoping that I would, this would be a different book, but apparently it was exactly the same. So if it has like a picture of a deer and a tree but there's there's two variations, but they're exactly the same books.
1: Oh, okay. So the Secret Network of Nature. I
0: think those would be the same.
1: The better yeah. yeah.
0: I saw the book in Madison, like, um, I think in September or August. And I, I just was pretty interested by the title. So I wanted to come back and get the book.
1: Yeah, I actually went to the book. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's bigger than the one B.
0: Definitely. You can get lost there for like a whole day just looking yeah. for what you want.
1: I think having an anti-library like that is pretty nice. At the same time, I'm pretty sure I'd spend more time picking up the
0: read that's so that's my kind of argument against the anti-library it sounds good and i would love to have it but knowing myself it'd probably be like a lot of like netflix you try you start a show and then you're like all right there's another show i want to check out and at the same time you also pay in terms of the cost of the book and the space that you have and ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning into this side hustles and stuff podcast episode 23 where we're just talking about our goals and what we've been doing this past month we do these kinds of episodes every month at the start of the month to recap on our last month's goals in regards to our side hustles. And if you do want to start your own side hustle, be sure to check out the show notes at sidehustlesandstuff.com forward slash E23. If you want to have a website, check out Bluehost is a website service. You can buy a website. You can buy a .com address, very cheap, start a website, start publishing your work into the world, start monetizing it, and you have your own side hustle going. So check out the show notes at sidehustlesandstuff.com forward slash E23. This has been the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast with Keishi and Yuri.
1: Talk to you next week.
0: Talk to you next week. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, always gets to me.
1: Are we starting with a blooper?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and cut that out. Because I'm, st- again, close to to my voice is going out.
1: I can hear myself. Did you get cut out? No, no I, I said I can hear myself. So I stopped oh. for a while. Oh. Seems do you hear to be yourself Chinese. now? No. Okay. Again, um, going on. I, what I happened? Have I have 361 users on the website right now. You have what? But, um, well, let me go
0: to the bathroom. Wait, not, do I have to yeah, go to the sure. bathroom? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think my next goal is to bring only one drink to the podcast, because
2: otherwise it's going to be like, I got to go. I got to go bathroom.
1: It's also less pressure back. on me. What's yeah.
2: Pretty-